We've been missing for two weeks, but we're back. Welcome to the Wrestling is Cinema Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Evan Green. And it's your boy, Eli. And welcome to the WICP Wrestling is Cinema Podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because right before this, instead of looking at wrestling stuff. He's looking at food. He's like, dude, look at this Blackstone fried rice. Like, what? <laughs> no, it's crazy. It's wild. I just bought a Blackstone grill. Sorry for technical difficulties to everyone last week. But we're back. We're here now, and that's really all that matters. Um, dude, we've had a crazy two weeks. You know, Rock came back for, you know, a week, and that was insane. You know, we had Pat McAfee came back. Pat McAfee Michael, coming back. Michael Cole couldn't sit down. Michael you know? Cole was just... He I, was loving it, man. Michael Cole was, was like a kid in a candy store. Yeah, man. And he was just trying to get those Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's, it's been a crazy... Past two weeks, I mean, last, I mean, this week's um, was kind of like a filler episode. But, um, it, it was like a filler kinda, episode, but, but the week before was a, It was crazy. The week before it, was crazy. It was like, we needed this filler episode. We were like watching Avatar Last Day of Bender. It's just that one episode that no one really yeah, liked. It doesn't really understand. It doesn't really fit it, into the plot, but it's all it's, right. It was like Scott's Tots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, man, it was... It's been it's been crazy though a lot a lot of you know the Endeavor merger you know the, yeah was, was Endeavor crazy. T, um the TKO TKO you saw who who um were the WWE headliners that they had at yeah that, yeah, right? yeah they had Montez Ford and Bianca Belair oh, I think that's pretty cool I think that was like, dope I think that's awesome everyone knows Montez is a future WWE champion yeah, for sure absolutely and Bianca are, are Bianca is already, uh, ama- already there amazing. No, yeah. So um, that was a lot of a lot of releases, um, a lot of talent releases. Unfortunately, Ugh, that was yes. You know, it sucked. You know, because you see a lot of a lot of great people, a lot of people that have like worked hard in WWE for years, like you know Shelton Benjamin and uh, and Dolph Ziggler and my boy. <laughs> they, they they got rid of my boy Rick Boogs. Nah, I'm I'm really upset because he really he really could have been like uh, you know a future WWE champion and. And that sucks, Moss. Yeah, really. I was a little surprised by that because of how much they pushed him. You know what I mean? And they liked him backstage. That's yeah. the thing. I what I read about, they liked him backstage. I'm like, why are we getting rid of a guy that could be like Triple H level? No, definitely. Like he was like he's in his like the way I was looking at him, he was in his Hunter Hearst Helmsley phase. Yeah, absolutely. And he could have been just he could have been, been a menace, bro. And see how big he is. Yeah, dude, he could have been a menace. I think I think that I think they'll probably bring him back later on. Maybe he. I or, see him as a re-signee to get his contract. Re- I think they're just doing contract reconfigurations for some I, of them. It's a possibility, but also giving them reasons to just get rid of people. Like I see Dolph and Shelton getting re-signed as a uh, well, I don't Hall think... of Fame contract. Oh yeah, that makes sense yeah. for both of them. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, but uh, speaking of Dolph, man, <sighs> dude, I love Dolph Ziggler. I've been Dolph Ziggler forever. You know, you guys know I like people that are like menaces. You know what I mean? So like, you guys know I love Seth Rollins because he does some crazy mind games. You guys, you guys know I love Bray Wyatt. You guys know that I just love people that have the capacity. To be face and heel and do it well on both ends of the spectrum, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And Dolph Ziggler was definitely one of those guys. Dolph Ziggler is a goddamn menace, man. That that guy was he was, he was ruthless. Uh, I, I love Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I I like Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Not I, the thing was I as a person who's still relearning everything. Right, right, right. Just when I just, I just saw his character always as a crybaby. No, that's fair though. That's fair. I mean the way that he went about it, it was kinda like that. But it was it was always funny because he just had this crazy way 
of, of stealing the show every time, regardless of and he, he knew was, how to make anyone look good. Yeah, he, absolutely. That, that that that's the thing I really liked about him, though. He yeah. made anyone look good, and if he brought someone in, like Big E, Drew McIntyre's return. Yeah, absolutely. Goldberg coming back yeah. and destroying him at SummerSlam. No, and that was that's what I loved about about Dolph Ziggler. You know, it was like whether he was an opener or he was a mid card or he was in the main event, you just knew that was going to be a phenomenal match. You knew that it was just going to be something special every time you know Dolph Ziggler stepped in the ring, and that's I love I love Dolph. I I respect his work ethic. You saw John Cena posted how many matches he had. Oh, the, the dude had oh, he wasn't he like third, I think or so. fourth. It's it, he's in the top five for most matches on screen for the WWE. Yeah, but like the guy's been there since Spirit Squad. So yeah. like this guy, he, he he was he's a workhorse. And he, you know he was a Vince guy. Vince loved the guy because he made Vince's guys look good, and. If you can make Vince's guy look good, that's good for your paycheck. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's true. I don't know if he was, like, for sure a Vince guy. I mean, I mean I, he's definitely not now. You know, he's definitely not not now. You know what I mean? But I... Right. Maybe at one point, but he was... Dolph was great. I hope he comes back. You know, I, really I hope he gets the Hall of Fame. He, I really do. I can I really see him do. as the surprise Hall of Fame or he, a surprise Royal, a grand, Rumble, surprise Royal Rumble. Yeah, he's a Grand Slam champion. I, I think absolutely he has that kind of... Mm-hmm. That kind of pull, and I think this could awesome. be like sto- some of these firings could be storyline. I believe. Yeah, that's true. That that's what that's my conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, not but um, sense. for this segment, um, we're we're doing a couple segments this week. We got um top threes again this week. Yes, sir. Top threes. Um, and that's gonna be about Dolph Ziggler. Eli's going to actually have that segment because I got this segment. We're going to call it ECWs. Which stands for Evans Catching Up Weekly because I'm catching up everything from wrestling from the 1960s to now. Um, right now, I'm in 1996, um, yeah. and I'm watching WCW and WWE Raw, SmackDown. No, not SmackDown. Raw main event. Um, Nitro and Nitro, I yeah, WCW Nitro. Yeah, and WCW Nitro. I'm that's what I'm catching up on. But um, so what? What? What's your top three things for Dolph Ziggler? For Dolph Ziggler, yeah. Dude, I have to say, all right, we go number three, bro. I'm not gonna lie. His time with Vicky Guerrero as the World Heavyweight Champion. Excuse me, <laughs> dude. I dude, that time was like that was when like he was like a crazy menace. You know what I mean? That was like you know the short hair Ziggler was was crazy. Short hair Ziggler was fun. That, that, it was fun, man. I lo- I love that. Um, my second favorite thing. Um, I would have to say when it comes to Dolph Ziggler would have to be his time with Robert Roode as the Dirty Dogs. Oh, I love the, the Dirty Dogs. No, you're, t- no, you're speaking my language. <laughs> oh. The Dirty Dogs was... I love that the Dirty tattoo. Dogs entrance was... It was the intro to Glorious and I'm here to show the world. Yeah. Oh. It, no, man, dude, that just... Dolph Ziggler just was like my childhood. You know, like his beef with like John Cena and everything. Beautiful, beautiful oh, feud, yeah. bro. And when he was feuding with the Miz for the Intercontinental Championship, <sighs> beautiful feud. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like and that was um like job versus title match, right? Yeah, like pretty much. That was. It was it I was, don't know much because. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I understand. There's that in between phase of me not allowed to watch and everything. But. Man, it's all right, man. It's all right. It was it was just Dolph Ziggler was was great, and then my first everything was his uh his promo. I think everybody can. 
I think we can all agree that his best promo was when he said that sometimes it's things that you love don't love you back. When he, in reference to and that wrestling. strikes everyone. And that and, and that that can be used in so many different ways in with life in general. And I think that you know that 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 promo was that was deep. That was I love that. You know what I mean? That's what I'm right. saying. Like Dolph Ziggler was so good not only as a heel but as face. He was so good on both spectrums. You know what I mean? Like him as Mr. Money in the Bank. Go. Amazing. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. I just you just love to see it, you know. I think one of my favorite things it's actually a diss at Dolph, which I don't want to diss this guy because he's he's really cool to watch. Like he, but um, my favorite thing was when they when the, the Miz called him a knockoff Shawn Michaels. Oh yeah, because he used to do that. I used to do Sweet Chin music as a mockery. And it was it was my favorite thing. I, that's what I love. That's remember I told you that before. Uh, that was my favorite thing he used to do because he used to sit in the corner, he used to stomp his feet, and then he would super kick somebody. It was mm-hmm. my favorite thing. And they were setting up that they were hinting at a Dolph versus Sean. Yeah. Um, match, and that's what how we got Goldberg versus Dolph at SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> I. Loved that uh, whole setup because it was supposed to be Miz versus Dolph, and then it turned into Sean versus Dolph, and then it actually turned into Goldberg versus Dolph because Dolph didn't read the fine print because they made his character look stupid at that point. Yeah, that's just WWE doing WWE things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, True just, that's just what that, that was. That's just what that was. But yeah, that was that. That like I like I said, I don't have a top three right for Dolph because. Dolph was, has been there for so long. I've only known him for a little bit of his career. Right, right. And I just, I will say, like, one of my favorite things about him was definitely the way he made a wrestler look. Yeah. He made everyone look like a million bucks. And that's what makes a wrestler a good wrestler. <laughs> if you make your opponent look like a million dollars, like Goldberg <laughs> at his old age. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. It's sad to see him go um, and go into his comedy career and not be in WWE. No, nah, but I still support Dolph Ziggler regardless if he does. Same thing with Mace. Uh, Mace, Mace was a commentator at first yeah. uh, for, for WWE. He was a commentator for a while. He sat in NXT. I'm NXT so away. sad about Maximum Male Models leaving. I'm, I'm not sad about it. Like I, <laughs> I written, You don't know how bad I could have written great storylines for these, for these guys. If I wrote, I, I had a bunch of ideas what to do with them. I knew how to get a sponsorship match for them versus Alpha Academy instead of doing a um, tag team um, showcase match at WrestleMania. I had a really cool. This is what I, this is a fantasy booking. Okay, go ahead. So imagine you had Alpha Academy and Maximum Male Models. Word. This is when they're trying to get Otis to come to the maximum male models. Right. This is also when Snickers, this is the biggest WrestleMania sponsor is usually Slim Jim or Snickers. Right. We're not sponsored by them, but this is an idea I had. What if we had you or not you when you're hungry match? They're depriving um, Otis to be a model. And what do models do? Not eat. Right, right. So... Otis is now thinking he's now a maximum male model in the match instead of being part of the Alpha Academy. And so they pull out a... And next thing you know, this is when you get um, Chad Gable pulling out a Snickers saying, Otis, eat a Snickers! 
you're not you when you're hungry in the middle of a match. And he does it, and he just bulldozes the uh, maximum male models. That'd be kind of crazy. I think that would have been a great WrestleMania match. No, yeah. Because the the storyline was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they threw away the storyline. They do. They threw away a lot of things. They, they tend to do that. They panic before WrestleMania. <laughs> but really like, do. That would have been a great match, and I feel like Snickers would have approved it because Otis is. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I did see this on his Twitter today. I mean, not Twitter. His Instagram today. Someone commented because tonight we're getting the Otis versus Bronson Reed match. Um, they called Otis the Chris Farley of the WWE. Chris Farley, that's interesting. And I'm like, hmm, that sounds pretty nice. Actually, that's a compliment right there. So I wish we had a uh, You're Not You When You're Hungry match. That'd um, be fun. WrestleMania. That'd be fun. But Snickers did get a better, better sponsorship style of um, <laughs> Kevin Owens eating <laughs> out six Snickers, four to six Snickers in the press conference. <laughs> And just letting Sammy talk. <laughs> no, I respect that. But yeah, that that was pretty. That that was just a fantasy booking. I really wanted was a, and this, it's also how Otis gets the girl. Like every yeah. like every WrestleMania, like because Otis has the Riz. He's the Rizzler. Yeah, that's true. He, uh, he's bro. He's um, God Rizzla. Yeah, bro. Um, he lightning the Grizz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, He's a Theodore Roosevelt. Word. Word. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. But yeah, that 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 that's just. An I think it's a cool fantasy booking, man. I think I think it's all there. Uh, but you know, WWE does WWE things, as yeah. we like to say. So, but we're not knocking the WWE. It's no, just, yeah. It's just it, it's a it's a just a typical WWE. It's just unfortunate because there's so many great ways that I know fans would love to see, and, and they, sometimes they do things they go in the opposite direction, mm-hmm. and it can be really great. And sometimes it could be a little disappointing, you know? right? And but, after watching, because every year I have a trend yeah. for um the days out of WrestleMania, I watch every WrestleMania match per day at different WrestleMania um um pay per view premium live event right right each right. day, and I I look and I'm like, wait a second, this is this is a uh, business model. It's, WrestleMania is just a showcase of all their talent. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to it's be. It's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be this big event of just champions. Yes, it's about, but look, this is also a showcase of every single one of their talent. And that's been, the, I think, the big problem with like the last four WrestleManias, I th- in, my, in my opinion. In my opinion. I think that they don't necessarily showcase their talent. They showcase what's hot for that year. Yes, but they need to showcase all their talent. I agree. I think the, they should. And Yes, there's ways to do it. I always say, well, well, when they used to do it, when I've rewatched or watching explaining WrestleMania to people, the storyline always starts in November. For WrestleMania? For WrestleMania, usually. That's when yeah, the storyline Sometimes late October. Sometimes late October, but usually around TLC time. No, oh, yeah, that's true. It's always around Survivor Series and TLC when the WrestleMania storyline. I just thought of something, right? What's up? What if... What if to showcase their talent, did you say, right? You have you have a twenty man battle royale mm-hmm. at WrestleMania, but you also hold an elimination elimination chamber match that same night that show showcases eight men 
or six men, or eight men, right? Yeah. Now that's a lot. Because that's, that's a, lot. a lot of big matches for one night. I don't think so. Because the typical thing is we do need a ladder match. I, I, you don't know how much I miss a ladder match at WrestleMania. I think, I think we, you know what I think what? that we're missing out on submission matches. I think there's not enough submission matches. And we're getting enough big guys that do submissions now. Yes. We can get that, but we need to start showing the rivalries between people at Mania. Yeah. Because that, that's the one thing I noticed back in when WrestleMania was like WrestleMania 3, WrestleMania 4, WrestleMania 5. You had all these matches going on because there was just a bunch of guys who had beef with each other. If they had beef, they had a match at Mania. Even if it was a one-week beef. Yeah. But it was just showcasing talent and it was getting some content out there and fans were buying those wrestlers things. Right. So... I, mean, I, I, w- I wish they would. I mean, I wish... It was just a business model, I noticed. Um, no, yeah. They, they it, it was a cool business model and I really hope TKO looks back at it because that's how WrestleMania skyrocketed. Right. But also you had, like, Hulk Hogan beat up Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah. We also had, you know, Stone Cold, Rock, John Cena. Shawn Michaels versus Shawn Michaels. Stone Cold. Yeah. You know, you had, you had interesting things. Like, like, he went, like, the Taker's undefeated streak for so like long. Like, those you know? main event level yeah. matches. But we need those matches, like, Akira Tozawa versus The Miz. Or Akira Tozawa versus R-Troop. Which I think would be an amazing match. That's a super mid card match. That's an opener match. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, that, and, no I, that's that's the second match. <laughs> that's the second match. The, they, 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 they won't get because IC title or the or a women's title will get the first match. Either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sometimes a title match will get that first match. Yeah. Tag teams, but second second match, I could see Akira Tozawa versus Archery. Would... I don't know. I like Akira Tozawa versus Miz. Do you know what I really want to see like happening soon? Another gauntlet match. I love gauntlet matches. We need King of the Ring. We need King of the Ring back like it was in 1996 style. Ah, stop that. I'm, that's what I'm at. And this early, is just a, early 2000s King of the Ring was cool. It was my favorite. But uh, like I King said, Buka. King Booker. King Booker. But yeah, I, I I really liked all that and. Which is this is talking about those things in the past brings up a really good um, segue to our new segment right. that I got, um, which is Evans catching up weekly, which means I'm just catching up on some wrestling that I haven't seen um, ever or I don't remember because of how many concussions I've had. <laughs> <laughs> so this week I'm catching up. I'm in. Um, March or May or June. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in May. I'm in May because I just because we just got to a new episode. I just got to a new episode. Um, for WCW. Right. I found out I was accidentally really far ahead on WWE <laughs> on Raw instead oh, yeah. of Nitro. Yeah. So I stopped watching Raw because I was like, I'm there's certain wrestlers missing. I was super confused, so I went back to where I stopped watching Nitro. Yeah, they, at that time they had a really bad um. Like telling like, you where Vader came out of nowhere, and I was like, "Who the hell is Vader?" Yeah, I didn't know who that was at all. When I Vader's a goat, <laughs> Vader's big boy. Um, him taking out Gorilla Monsoon, yeah. that was pretty cool. 
Um, but I'm at WC, I'm, so I'm doing Nitro right now. Because yeah. I wanted to see what this hype about Nitro is. Dude, Nitro is fine. I never understood it. Dude, DDP, so, man. So I'm um, in the last week of May's Nitro. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, this is like the most significant thing in Nitro history. Because I Googled it afterwards because I was, after watching it. Because I was like, did this really happen? A lot happened in this episode. Yeah. Um, I will say Nitro has this... Very um, American gladiator feel. That makes like, sense. Like the intro to everything. Wait till um, you get to ECW. <laughs> I, I can't wait to get to ECW. I don't know anything, but that's the thing. I don't know anything about ECW. Oh, man. I don't know anything about Dude. TNA. I don't know. So, like. Perk Angle and Tommy Dreamer? The best. So, I know, <laughs> and probably our listeners are listening. Why are we listening to a guy who knows nothing about wrestling? I know something about wrestling, but I'm relearning. <laughs> relearning the history of wrestling. I like I want to get I want to know the history. So like if someone asked me a question like what happened on this day in wrestling, I'd be like this match. And so it was really weird because I, I found it hilarious because I'm like man these graphics are very 90s. But not and I was saying that to myself and my friend at lunch she she goes Evan what are you watching I said WCW. She goes, what's that? And I said, oh, a wrestling program in the 90s. And then I go, oh, that's why the graphics are so 90s. But back, back, because they're now doing these things for this wrestler named Glacier. I'm guessing it's a wrestler. I don't know. Right. And people told me I need to look up this wrestler anyway. So I'm guessing it's a wrestler. About this guy named Glacier. Cool. And I don't know any about Glacier. So if anyone wants to comment about how stupid Evan is about not knowing who Glacier is, um, go for it. Um, tag me in it too if you want. That's insane. Because uh, I am not that smart. But <laughs> to be fair, though, the the Glacier. Co- oh, I know who this guy is. Okay, I have to look him up real quick because I, I for a second I was like Glacier. But like, the, but these um graphics are so like. Yeah, he was basically kind of like modeled after Sub Zero. But the, you don't know who he is. It's yeah. literally. But yeah, it if just, you weren't watching before, yeah. It doesn't even show him yet. It's just Glacier's coming to WCW. And I'm like, who the fuck <laughs> is Glacier? Because I'm watching this as a new person. So I'm like, I'm excited for this Glacier guy. I'm getting hyped up. But yeah. the graphics? I can't stop laughing because it looks like it came out of Spy Kids 3. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it was a different time for TV, you know? It, 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 was, it was really funny because I'm like, man... The innovation of technology we have it is great, and then it went downhill after Pirates of the Caribbean. But wow. <laughs> that's that's such a shot. <laughs> but, but the weirdest thing was, I I, I we had this random match between um, I think it was a guy named Doll and I, I forget who. But this is the thing. Remember, I told you I'm all the way to King of the Ring at, for WWE. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where are these guys at? Well, one of those guys showed up, <laughs> yeah. came through the crowd, wearing all denim and had his toothpick in his mouth. Scott Hall showed up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, snap, that's Scott Hall. But I didn't think Scott Hall. I was like, oh, snap, that's Razor Ramon. <laughs> and when they call him Scott Hall, I'm like, who? <laughs> it's just like seeing Dean Ambrose become John Moxley. Yeah, it was like that's Dean Ambrose now. No, it's John Moxley. Moxley. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So I have to learn a new name again. Yeah. Um. Oh wow, that was thunder. 
Ooh, oh, they got the beaming outside. Apparently, we're going to get this crazy thunderstorm soon. That's wild. Oh, look at that. <laughs> we're, oh, we're, yeah. we're looking at a recording, and it actually shows the thunder on yeah, there. That's gonna, yeah, it says it's going to be really bad. Wow. But yeah, so back to the thing. Scott Hall shows up, disrupts what? a match. Love that. That's Scott Hall vibes. I, I was like... <laughs> This guy was just in WWE. That's, that's the thing that's going yeah, on. Yeah, dude, they're like evading each other's shows for the longest time. And, and then he says he wants to start a war. Yeah. With WCW. And I'm like... Yes. Is this scripted by WCW or is this scripted by W... Or is WWE... Like, in my head, it's like, is WWE actually invading? Yeah. And so... And... He kept saying we and Eric Bischoff's going like, who's we the whole entire time? (laughs) It was getting pretty annoying. And then they go, oh, by the way, you probably think Invader and this guy are, (laughs) we're um, supposed to be on this show. Well, guess what? They're not with WCW uh, anymore. They're not where the big boys play. I'm like, oh, shucks. That's a diss. They they used to, dude, Vince McMahon was a damn menace. You know, he's he's still a menace, you know what I mean? But he used to do things such in such in a disrespectful way. It was it was so that's why Eric Bischoff was roasting the same if you're in the WWE, you're not where the big boys play. No, yeah, Eric but it's funny how that works because Eric Bischoff ends up working for WWE later on. True. <laughs> I, I, I read up on that stuff because yeah. after Googling this episode. Googling he plays a real big significant role coming up in the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Especially along with the whole ECW thing too. We'll see. Okay, but the funniest thing ever was, uh, I, I still really like this, but I, I'm laughing at this character choice that they made for um, this guy. Uh-huh. Um, so they got Ric Flair and Four Horsemen out there. Yeah, nice which. Sense. It's pretty funny, but Ric Flair has Macho Man's wife, because Macho Man's wife, um, Miss Elizabeth, just divorced Macho Man and took all of Macho Man's money, and now Macho Man's going crazy. But he also has someone else's wife, and he, so his character, my, the Ric Flair's character is just stealing rich men's wife, wives and living off the divorce money. Yes. And I can't stop laughing that's at it. That's Rick Flair in a nutshell. And that's what I gained from this episode. And then... Yeah, that's Rick Flair, baby. <laughs> and then... I, we, I was told... Last week, two weeks ago, we talked about that... Um, what do I say? The, the, um, how do I say it? The, uh, the WCW pay-per-view just watched. Um, ended with Sting versus the Giant, which is big show. Yes, sir. And Lex Luger accidentally cost the match for Sting. Yeah. Well, they end the match. They end the show tonight. That that night with Lex Luger and Sting tag teaming because they're the tag team champions versus the Steiner brothers. Yeah, which kind of makes no sense. Ne- no, it wasn't even a tag match. It was just. Mm. Um, Sting versus Scott Steiner, and they were presented as friends to each other, and then it turned into a brawl between all everyone against each other. Rick and Scott and Luger and Sting, and everyone gets thrown in. Everyone from that not not officials, not security, the whole locker room 
empties. Empties into the ring, holding all four of them back at each post. And then do you know who comes out? Scott Hall <laughs> goes to Eric Bischoff and says, I can't, you pick three guys and we will beat all three of them. And Eric Bischoff's like, who's we? Who's we? And I'm like, what the is going I'm now like confused. And now I don't know who's coming with him. But I didn't want to know. But I Googled like, why was this whole Scott Hall thing significant? Because I was texting my, my one of my friends about it. And he yeah. goes, oh, this is a really important WCW moment. Yeah. I go, oh, okay. I want to know why it's so significant. Now I know why. And right. this starts one of the biggest factions ever. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that was coming. Now, uh, spoiler alert for me, but like, holy cow! Yeah, we're going to get some too sweet. And dude, wait, wait till you see Kevin Ash, bro. He comes to the, he, he literally walks to the ring with a freaking beer in his hand, drinking all the way down to the ramp. I think I'm two episodes away from that now because I saw yeah. the, uh, they told me the date. I'm yeah. like, I'm now waiting for this match with um the Hulkster. Yeah, dude, it's it's the funniest thing I've ever seen, dude. He literally. He literally like beats his opponent and then gets walked back, grabs his beer, and continues walking back to Optimus. It's the funny. Were they trying to make him like Stone Cold? No, it was just it was really just Kevin Ash being Kevin. <laughs> 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 Not, he wasn't Diesel. No. He's Ke- okay. No, it was it was. Great. I only know him as Big Daddy Diesel. <laughs> yeah, Big Daddy Diesel. Yeah, no, dude, I I knew him as Kevin Ash because of the end of Gil, but. So like th- that's the funnier part about everything for that. So that that's Evans. Catching up weekly. That, that's this week's ECW. Um, now, um, we're, we switched things up this week. We wanted to do our um, our new segments first this week, and we're switching up actually. Um, uh, um, our weekly review. We're just going to do weekly highlights. Yeah. It's yeah. it, we we noticed that things were running the, really long, <laughs> really long, and we want to make sure you have the best time in the world listening to our beautiful voices. Something like that. Or like what Topher once said to me, you have a face for radio, Evan. Yes. And I go, Topher, I don't know if you know what that means. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, what did you think about Raw? Uh, last two weeks, like, like, you know, two weeks ago, Raw was crazy. You know, it was, it was, it was a great Raw. It was a great Raw. Because you had the uh, Chad Gable coming out. Yeah, he wanted to, you know, you know, like, Gunther, give me another shot, and... You know, I'll beat you for sure this time, you know, kind of thing. And we got a triple threat between um, Otis, him, and Tommaso Ciampa. I don't understand this. They, they need to figure out Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, they really need to. Or he's going to be the next released guy, which I don't want. Yeah, no, yeah, 100% agree. Um, and I think he's one of the last ones from the Black and Gold NXT, if I'm not mistaken. Either. That right. black and gold, yeah. Like, he's one of the last. Does Shinsuke a black and gold? Uh, not technically, because he didn't come out with like he wasn't like wrestling like Adam Cole and True. things like that. You know what I mean? Like, True. So it's like I'm talking like that Adam Cole era. You know, and you got Gargano who's just still missing. Yeah, he's nowhere to be found. We need Matt D- Riddle got released. We you need know? DIY. That's what we need. <laughs> DIY. Oh man, I don't know. I I just hope they they figure this out with Tommaso. Um, but I think I think Raw was cool for two weeks ago. Now this week's Raw was really like like we said earlier in the podcast. It was it was such a filler episode. It was it was a filler. I, the, I will say my match of the whole entire week was on this. Mm-hmm. It was um, Kofi versus Ivar. Yes, yes. Okay. Ivar being the cruiserweight he is, 
It was basically a cruiser versus cruiser match. Not cruiser versus giant. <laughs> it's a cruiser versus giant. It was a cruiser versus cruiser. I mean, like, I understand why you say that. Ivar flies. <laughs> you should not be able to see a guy that big. <laughs> I remember seeing him versus the Creed Brothers at NXT. And he flew off the top of the ring, and I was sitting in that back row like, oh my gosh! No, yeah, he really shouldn't be able to move like that. But I mean, it is what it is. It is. What it, is. it is. But, no, and then we can go to SmackDown. SmackDown, well, she, well There was also, Jax is just... Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Only, dude, it's funny, because uh, I sent it to the group chat, it's like, because uh, we have a group chat for the podcast. And I was like, dude, Vince McMahon saved his worst sin... For his last day owning WWE, and that was signing Nia Jax. <laughs> I don't understand the re-signing of Nia. It should be like I said. I think that she'll probably end up joining the Bloodline. You know what I mean? And right. Which would be crazy because it's a whole thing. On top of that, we've also seen more news about that Bloodline stuff where uh, they're trying. What they want to do is bring Zilla Fatu and Jacob Fatu to Raw with Jay bring, to have a Bloodline Tribal Warfare match at Survivor Series. I just want to see them versus. Uh, I want to see all three. I want this is the match I want to see. I a triple see all threat. Six of them. I want to see a triple threat of Zilla, Jacob, <laughs> and Solo. I want to see all three. That's interesting. I think Do you know? Because it would just be Samoan Spike versus Samoan Spike versus Samoan Spike. Imagine a triple Samoan Spike. I think that'd be great. Uh, but I definitely want to see a Solo versus Zilla feud because I could see that happening. Because the, you know the the spirit of Umaga versus the son of Umaga. Mm-hmm. Love that. I, that's and that's greatness all over it, right there. What, you know? what if what if since they're giving Solo Umaga stuff? They gives Jacob and <laughs> Zilla <laughs> Rikishis. Uh, the Samoan driver, he goes like this. Wait, no, they become the new too cool. That's cool. <laughs> That's typical WWE. Though. I really hope they don't do that. <laughs> as much as I love, as much as I love the too cool, it just <laughs> that better not happen, bro. That better not happen. There's no way that should happen. <laughs> I really hope they don't do that. I, I would not want That's that to That's such a slap in the face, bro. But. <laughs> no, yeah, not good. Because they're giving Solo all Umaga stuff. And then you get Umaga's sons in. What are you going to do with them? Dude, you have them start a feud with the bloodline. Uh, Easy. Yeah, start with. But I think they should be on Jace's side. They are. That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. They're bringing, they're bringing I, Zilla I and Jacob. Could, to be on Raw with Jay. That way they do a Survivor Series Bloodline Warfare match. Or they go on Roman's side and we get a Survivor Series match of Roman and his Bloodline versus Jay and whoever wants to join him. That I, I don't know how that would work. Only I because be Jay weird. has no friends. Jay has no friends, but he's trying to win the back. All he has is Sammy. Yeah, but that's it. And that's that's it. <laughs> and it's not gonna be. But I know Drew's gonna want. But I think that's gonna. Sh- but also, it will help Jay build him up to be main event Jay Uso, even more if he has. Sammy gets pinned. Wait. Kevin gets pinned. Drew walks out on them. I don't even think they'll be. I don't think any of them would even be a part of that match. 
I'm thinking that it's going to be the big veterans that are beside of Jay. So like, well, John, so like John Cena and The Rock and uh, I don't. I love to Randy see John. I love to see John and, and Randy and Randy Orton to do it. But I would, I wouldn't mind Kevin and Sammy being part of it and Drew. But I want Drew to walk away to see, make him the even bigger. The reason, deal. the reason why I don't want it is because we've seen it too much already. Yeah, but we've seen it way too much, especially over the last year. We've seen that way too much, and I know no one's really gonna. It's gonna be like kind of like in the. The, in the middle you know what I mean it's not going to be disappointing but it's not going to be super great either because we're used to seeing this by now right it's, we're seeing the people walk out or be like the messiah <laughs> and hence have fallen <laughs> um, but it, it would, wouldn't be mad to see Drew it, but it would help the Drew character get booed yeah um, yeah that's what's going on with Raw the, there's NXT yeah, Becky sure. Lynch has the championship. We didn't get to talk about that oh, last that's, week. That's awesome. Becky Lynch is now the new NXT Women's Champion, and she's now a Grand Slam champion. Grand Slam, and she also on Raw defended <laughs> Natalie, which was stupid. Not, not was Natalie, supposed Natalia. Be, supposed to be Tegan Knox, but we're not going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> supposed to be Tegan Knox. I don't understand Natalia. Always. Apparently, they gave it to her as like a reward for doing really good and uh, stepping up when Becky Lynch couldn't go to Saudi Arabia or something like that. True. I, I think that's India. Was, yeah, it's India. Because I, I bet you was gonna make it. Yeah. Either way, I, I still think Natalia was the wrong person to do that for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think don't get me wrong. I think Natty should be in in the title picture. I think she should be a lot but more prevalent. But what what was the point of her just coming out just to lose against Becky Lynch? Like, yeah, with no storyline. Like, yeah, nothing like that. It was just like they're not gonna feud over the NXT Championship. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Um, the Heritage Cup. Is getting spicier with that group B. <laughs> B. <laughs> I love how they're just group. They made it basically just a big grouping, like um, what what's it called? Like uh, what were those things called? Uh, the the FIFA World Cup. Oh, like World Cup. Cups. How everything one has a grouping, so they made it's basically a World Cup before the Heritage Cup. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And it's pretty cool how they're doing it, but I love how Group B is all tied. Except for Akira Tozawa is the only one without wins. Everyone else has a win but him. And um, I think the biggest thing was Duke Hudson beating Joe Coffey. Which that was just, that was a shock. And Butch and Butch and Tyler Bates match was amazing. Word. And they brought the Butch match up in SmackDown, which that's giving NXT a little bit more shine. Saying, okay, Butch is here, Akira Tozawa is here, Becky Lynch is here. Which NXT is getting more viewers and viewers every week. Absolutely. And then the main event, I actually loved it. Not a lot of people did, but I loved it. It was Melo Hayes versus Dominic, and Dominic won by disqualification. Sounds about right. Because Dominic did the unthinkable. Well, Dominic was being Dominic and was being stupid. He smacked Ilya Dragunov. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think it's stupid. I think it's smart because then you pretty much give yourself a win. Continue. Over a champion. Yeah. But still, it's Olyab Dragunov. You're going to get killed by this guy. Oh, yeah. I think he's coming up to the main roster, too, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Olyab? Oh, yeah. he needs to. Oh, man. We could have him versus Gunther. <sighs> him versus Gunther already happened, though. Part two. But it'll be a crazy. It'd be crazy it's going to be a good match on Raw. <laughs> I'm excited for Dominic versus Dragon Lee. Oh, that's going to be exciting tonight. I am super happy about that tonight. 
Um, that's only like an hour and 13 minutes away. Um, yeah. Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, so now we can get to SmackDown. I know you've been wanting to talk about SmackDown. I love I love SmackDown before. You know, like I said, Pat McAfee, you know, The Rock, you know, the John Cena and Rock Embrace. Like, that was... Miz versus LA Knight happened that, that night yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, we and, you were. know, Belfie... It wasn't a 10 out of 10 match, though, this no, time. No, no, it's understandable. Because it didn't have John Cena as special guest referee. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I, I did, like, I did like, like uh, two weeks ago on SmackDown. This week on SmackDown, I was really... Like I said, again, another filler episode. It wasn't really... There it, it was no build-up for Fastlane, really. We, the only build-up we got was it was going to be a mystery opponent for John Cena's tag team match. No, yeah, and it's just... And people are thinking LA Knight because LA Knight because the dirt cheats are saying LA Knight was supposed to come out and help John late early that night later that night during the um signing but LA Knight had COVID so he couldn't go and I felt and I really hope LA Knight gets healthy soon because we've seen what COVID can do to people right and we don't want that to happen to anyone no yeah so, so I hope he gets better and all that I stuff. hope LA Knight gets better the WICP podcast. Um, hopes LA Knight gets better. Absolutely, hundred percent. Hundred percent. We need. We, 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 we need. We love the, the superstar. Knight. We love the megastar. We love him. Yes. Um, um. No. Yeah. It was. It was just a filler week for WWE. Honestly, they did set up a big storyline. Is Bobby Lashley's getting rid of the Street Profits already after one loss? I don't know, man. I think it's a deeper storyline. Like they, they this. I think this this storyline is gonna have a lot of twists and turns to go into the bloodlines. It's going to, and I really like this on um, <clears throat> Street Profits and Bobby Lashley storyline. I'm excited. 100%. Um, that was a really good match. It was a good match between them and the Mysterio and NWO LWO. <laughs> yeah, uh, the LWO just being on TV and losing a lot is kind of a problem. But they, they but they won. No, I know. They should just won. now. Yeah, but like but they prior to that, they haven't won anything, mm-hmm. and then winning. To, like that was really insignificant. And we're setting up a Ray versus um. Oh yeah. We're setting up a in faction match. Title match, yeah. Title match, which in like this is going to break up the LWO. I don't think so. I think it'll be interesting. But I, I'm just hoping. I don't think Santos is winning, but I, <laughs> I want Santos to win. I don't think he will. But true. But it was pretty good. I. But yeah, that SmackDown was a filler episode. There wasn't really that much to go on except AJ Styles getting beat up. Yeah, and it was a typical John Cena SmackDown. His his opponent gets beat up, <laughs> and he d- doesn't show. Right. No, no, it's typical. All of it is. But do you <sighs> know, but there you, there was big news that came out this week too. Uh, other I, than all the firings. Oh, what I missed. We're getting a premium live event. Oh, that's right. And Australia. Yeah, Perth, Australia. Yeah, mate. Emma got fired minutes before, right after that <laughs> announcement. I feel so. Okay. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. She she tweets. Oh, not not just tweets. Posts, the WWE. Can't wait to at the WWE and. It's like, oh, this is my dream, and then he gets fired. That's gets insane. Gets fired right afterwards. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that sucks. That's that, insane. I feel really bad for Emma. I feel bad for all of everybody that lost their job. You know I mean, it genuinely sucks. They're like, like they're all getting hyped to go to Australia. Yeah, because not only that, though, it was just kind of like, 
hey, we're not going to do any talent cuts, and then they do talent cuts. It was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, WWE did announce that they were going to try to get rid of $50 million. Right, but they they like fired like 100-plus employees, like like not even a week before. Right. And so it was like talent cuts was And they got rid of um, the lady in charge of the Warrior Award. Yeah, which is insane. Yes. Insane, by the way. Very insane. This I think if Stephanie McMahon was still in office, that we wouldn't have had this. This out. This I outrage. want Stephanie back. She just celebrated her birthday too. Yeah, she's forty-seven now, I think. And still amazing. Yeah. Well, um. <laughs> we can't. We can't say that on the podcast. Either, so. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I love Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> but Tom, no. Um, so with that big news, I have some predictions i want to make you know you know me i like making yeah, my, yeah. my random predictions yeah yeah I'm, I'm um, i think we're actually going to get a rock match at australia from what i from what i hear especially since grayson Lola has called out the wrong that, that's what my prediction is is oh, okay. baller yeah. versus rock um, okay i can see that because he just called him out like i think a few minutes before we started the podcast well he's been calling out the rock for like months yeah um he called out the rock at when we were at SmackDown, yeah, uh, he called out The Rock weeks before that, also. And I'm a big Waller fan, so I, I keep up with what Waller does. Absolutely. Um, which I hope we get a Waller versus Cena match soon. But what? Imagine if we get Rock and Waller versus Theory and no Rock and it's Rock and Cena versus Waller and Theory. <laughs> Just imagine that's the tag match we get. I'm not gonna lie, that'd be pretty insane. It'll be awesome. I think it would for sure be a Do you know who's going to win? Waller in theory. No. Pretty Deadly's going to get in the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Pretty Deadly versus... You just like all the tag teams I just like. Oh, I love <laughs> Um Another big um, thing I think could be happening um, in Australia. That's the main one. Um, but I, I think we could get a big Rhea... We're going to get a big Rhea Ripley match. But... This is my biggest prediction. We're going to get a tag team comeback. A tag team comeback. We're going to have a brought back a tag team brought back. They're su- they were super popular before they both got released in the first amount of releases back a couple of years ago. Okay. They're both Australian because they're iconic. Iconic. Yes, sir. I love yes. I love that tag team. I would. The be tag s- team that was managed by Paige or Soraya, as we call her now. I would be super hyped for. The Iconics coming back, and I think there's a little like um, foreshadowing in it this week because Xavier Woods and Kobe Kingston are doing the um, Australia like get hype because we're here. This, mm-hmm. They're they're not even going to be on TV. <laughs> they're they're because they're in Australia, and they did the iconic pose and posted it. That's crazy. And yes, I, I'd be excited for that. Yes, I'm and, not Cassie, gonna and, and Cassie Lee, yeah, she just had a baby, but like. Yeah, but that's still not. That's still. Yeah, Serena Williams competed while pregnant, so why? That, that's a whole different animal. And <laughs> Becky Lynch competed while pregnant. That's not technically yes and no. Yes and no. So why can't Cassie Lee. Uh, <laughs> I, I understand where you're going. With that. You know where I'm going. Yeah, 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 I, know, I like, get it. I get like, it. I, I'm, for this. I'm for this. I would love to see. The women's tag team division get rebuilt by having the Iconics come back because that women's tag team division has not been good since the Iconics left. No, they're cursed. And I, there's a, uh, what's it called? The the Chelsea Green curse. No, dude, it's just the the, the women's division's tag. They definitely need to switch it up a little bit with something, bro. Something because they even happen. got rid of the NXT Women's Championships attack uh, because they merged them together for no reason. Yeah, it was just kind of. There's no need for that. 
So it, it is what it is. It is what it is. But that's that's one of the that's the big news I saw. Um, so I do have a question. Sure. Since we're doing some predictions for Elimination Chamber, who do you think is going to win Royal Rumble? Now, that's interesting. Um, because because I'm going to ask you this every week now. <laughs> so <laughs> see if things change. As of, as of right, they might. They might. As of right now, everybody's saying it's going to be LA Knight winning the Royal Rumble. That's not. Happening. However, I don't think that's the case. Um, I think that a WWE legend comes back and wins the Royal Rumble. Okay. To face Roman Reigns. Oh, okay. I have a different prediction. At least, at least that's what I think. Um, because as far as I see right now, Seth Rollins will probably hold that title till then. <laughs> so, but I don't think that. They're gonna challenge Rollins. If they do, I think I think regardless, it's gonna be a legend that wins the title. But I don't think it's gonna be any of the younger talent, and it's not gonna be any of the mid card talent because they're not willing to push any of the mid card. Right. And the biggest thing I see about this whole situation is there's no one on Roman's level, no one on Seth's level, and no one on Cody's level, basically. Well, yeah, because they kind of like share the in the same talk. So if The Rock. Does not have his match. They don't if they don't hit a Rock versus Roman match happening at Mania. Uh-huh. I think um, it should be you get um Seth loses the title sometime before Royal Rumble, uh-huh. or he loses it at Royal Rumble and he does what his wife did and. Gets it back at, at WrestleMania. Gets it back at gets goes against Roman at WrestleMania, and then at Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. we get Cody winning because they're like, you know what? We don't know who's gonna who should um, defeat the other champion. Whoever wins this gets to challenge a champion for the championship at WrestleMania. Also, right? Imagine we get Cody versus Seth versus Roman at Mania because of that. But so like, I could see Seth winning Royal Rumble. I could also see Gunther winning Royal Rumble and challenging Seth. Right. I can see that too. And I, I can see Gunther before Royal Rumble. They're going to say, you can't compete in a Royal Rumble match because you have the IC title and you need to defend it at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. And he's probably like, no, I want to go for the main title. And he drops the IC. I bet he relinquishes it before Royal Rumble. Yeah. Which um, that would be pretty cool. No, it would be. It like, would be. that would be pretty cool to see. And then my last but not least, and I hate that I'm thinking about this. <laughs> and this is, it, I hate thinking about it because it's even worse than Bret Hart. Right. It's worse than Bret Hart. And you uh, know, everyone knows I highly, highly dislike Bret Hart. What could be worse than Bret Hart? At CM least Punk. Punk. Yes, sir! No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, if CM Punk. <laughs> if CM Punk. <laughs> He I wins know. Royal Rumble, beats Roman Reigns, but takes, no, back, no, no. takes back the but company. No. He takes back also, the whole company. It's no, over. He takes it. From, he goes against. <laughs> yes. Seth, but he yes. goes against. But this is when we get CM Punk versus Seth Rollins at Mania because everyone wants that, and Seth hates CM Punk. And I think this is how WWE does a big fu to Punk by having Seth beat him at Mania because if we bring if WWE brings Punk back, I do not want this. This is a fantasy booking, and this is a fantasy I do not want. I can't stand Punk. 
even more than Bret Hart. Well, but Punk is real, bro. No, he's not. <laughs> that, whole, that whole pipe bomb was scripted. Well, yes and no, because a pipe bomb, you know the description of a pipe bomb. It's it, Yes, it's script. However, it's mixed in with real truth. Yes. Those, though you, you have to, yes, it's you true. You have to dive to do but deep like, feelings the whole to do muting of the mic, The whole muting of the mic was scripted and people thought it was super real, which... It was super real because we felt him, bro. I did not. We all I, hate Vince I, McMahon. We all hate Vince McMahon. <laughs> I hate... Okay. As a businessman, the guy's a genius. Absolutely. As a, as a creative, the guy's a genius. Whoa. As a human being, I hate him. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a creative genius, but <laughs> that's just me. That's just me. But like, he, no, I understand. Like, no, he knew how to build a team to help. No, absolutely. Like, absolutely. we would not have gotten Stone Cold versus Sean. We wouldn't have gotten. Um, no, I, Hulk, I, I'm not, and I don't like that. I'm defending Vince. <laughs> hey, hey, bro, this is all you. We would have gotten the uh, the worst. Thing in the whole entire world, which made people hate Shawn Michaels. Yes, sir. The uh, I am not even the, there the yet. Hitman. The Hitman. the ugh, I freaking hate that. Brett the Midman. The, I call him the Midman now. Oh. You saw? I te- okay. I texted uh, Eli about this, <laughs> and I was pissed. Um, Brett Hart. What did? What, what did I say? I, it was he, something about he was like. Um, he hates when there's twenty people outside the ring. Yeah. So he said, "I says uh, when I think of WWE." For example, I see 20 wrestlers crowd together outside on the floor of the ring and some guy runs over and dives over the top row and knocks them all down like bowling pins. I really roll my eyes at how pathetic wrestling is today. Those are the mid-man's heart. You know what, Bret Hart? I'm path- it's pathetic of how you wrestled. That, that's, <laughs> it's, that is, it's pathetic, Bret Hart. Ow. If you think today is pathetic, you should listen to your promos. <laughs> to be fair, though, his promos were actually good. I didn't like his promos. <laughs> they were dry. They were dry. They were drier than a saltine cracker on a desert. That's correct. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And there's Tom for you making a special appearance like he does near the end of the every episode to piss off Evan. Um, <laughs> But um, thank you, Tom, for that. Um, but no, his, his, I can't stand it. He is the driest person I've ever seen in wrestling. Like, I like fluidity in my wrestling. Uh, it's You know, he's not everybody's cup of tea, you know? Yeah, but he was, like, like I said, salting cracker in the middle of the Sahara <laughs> Desert. That's what he is. No Nile River, no water, no fluidity, a salting cracker. I, I get it, but that's, that's a little bit of bias. <laughs> it, it is Byron's, but I can't stand this guy. I love my Canadian wrestlers, but I hate Bret Hart. And hate's a strong word, and my mom told me not to use it. I'm sorry, mom. I hope, I, I hope she doesn't listen to it. Uh, I know she probably doesn't. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Bret Hart. Man of the people. No, Man of the people is freaking Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No, nah, um, he's out there saving kids sunglasses and jackets from a pirate. <laughs> Tom, that's the only part of Bret Hart that you know besides 2K. <laughs> now back to our, back to what we were I talking about. CM Punk, I, I I don't want him. I do not want him. Montez Ford wants him, so I, he can beat. Which I would. This would be, make me happy about it. You want him to lose every match he has in WWE? Oh yes. No, that's stupid. No, I want. Okay, I want him to win his first match and then lose everything after that. That's all I want. That's also stupid. <laughs> 
That's but then, bias. But then the fans would be like, this is stupid. And then he can be doing his own pipe bomb type of shit. That would be... No, 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 no. So... I don't think that's how that should go, but I understand. I think there's a, there's a possibility of Punk coming back for a Survivor Series because he doesn't have a non-compete clause or anything like that. So we'll see what happens for a Survivor Series. He's going to he's going to NWA and be the next champion behind Brodus <laughs> Clay. Insane. <laughs> oh no! So that's our episode this week. Um, Eli, you got any shoutouts? Um, like Instagram or anything? Oh, uh, just you know, follow follow your boy. You know the infamous Eli. T H E I N F A M O U S L E Y. I think I said I spelled that right. Yeah, something like that. And you um, can follow me <laughs> at um, Evan Green 14 on Instagram and on Threads. Still yeah. working on that Twitter, like I always say I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what you can follow me on. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, absolutely. And then our follow podcast. the W I C P O D. Yes, sir. Wick Pod. The Wick Pod. On, on Instagram. Where you can find out when we post, when we have um, Eli doing our special appearances everywhere. Yeah, I, I try to travel here. I might try to get my um, um, passport for the first. I might try I'm to get not, my passport for the first I'm not time. Because you know, I might be in Hawaii during the Elimination Chamber time. I might have to maybe take a little flight over there. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but like I said, if they announce WrestleMania going to be in England, I will get myself a passport. Absolutely. Like, I might get it do, for... If they do that at Wembley? But they do it... I think it needs to be bigger than Wembley. You think so? Yeah, even if Wembley's the biggest stadium. <laughs> <laughs> do it... No, do, they should just do it <laughs> where they did the Olympics at. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd pretty, be pretty cool. cool. Um, but like I said, that's the, that's the end of our show. Um, shout out to everyone that's been listening. Yeah, we appreciate all you guys that, you know, listen to our podcast on a weekly basis. You know, we're a small podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but we do have... We have pretty cool opinions and uh, cool ideas about, you know, what's going on and what, you know, things that Even though like. one of us hates Bret Hart, I yeah. know everyone's even a Bret though, Hart. Even though one of us is extremely biased on almost all levels. But it's, oh, it's I'm a- extremely biased. <laughs> I think my scores say differently. No, 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 you're true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but but we, we, do, we do really, really appreciate all you guys that do listen. So thank you. So please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, Amazon. Amazon Music. We're still working on all the others. But you can find us on Spotify. And if you guys have any topics you think that we should discuss, definitely hit us up. Please hit a comment. We have a comment section on there, which, yes, that could lead to... <laughs> that would be awesome. Did you, like discuss stuff that you guys comment. That would be cool. I think that'd be, be cool. I would like to. Um, if you have a throwback um, and you just DM us on our Instagram, so you want, if there's a throwback you want us to discuss about when we do one of our throwback episodes, um, definitely... Um, yeah, I could do an early ratings episode. We're still working on subjects where I uh, can do ratings yeah, for yeah. old pay-per-views or something. For sure. But yeah, so everyone have a wonderful day and keep watch wrestling.